Greetings from the 7th Level Bardcast Studio. I'm your host, Michael. I'm pulling together a few ideas that I'm calling side notes. It's a chance for me to connect the thoughts that may have escaped me during our main show's discussion. My first objective is an exercise to help me process some of the heady topics that we have covered. My second objective creates the context and presents my background in this narrative. Please enjoy. To follow up on my previous world-building side notes, titled Birth of a World, I wanted to turn our attention to a couple of factors that I look at for world-building. They are language, history, and magic-slash-technology. Language, in this context, is the entirety of communication between life forms in the world. It covers the beginning and its evolution into the modern forms. History is the reflection upon the events that created the present-day environment and society of a civilization. I put magic and technology together as they represent the same function by allowing mortals to perform feats above normal abilities. I see these points as different from the ones I covered before because they frame the time period where the story will be told. It helps to give a recent background to the setting and story, and it acts as a jump-off point for the game's first session. If the players understand their languages, the recent history, and the magic-slash-technology, they will be prepared to exist in a world that you have created. In my own experience, creating a world for a game has been a challenge that I have rarely succeeded with. In the beginning, I didn't understand all the elements that fit into the process. My concepts felt solid, but I didn't know enough about how geography affects a group of people or where languages actually come from. I had to learn those things over time. So, I used these side notes as a place for new GMs and players to take away what they want from my experience. It may not fit your techniques for gaming, but perhaps the point that I present sparks the thought that creates your own path. Let's begin with language in your world. As with all languages, the communication expresses the thoughts and ideas that are common in the lives of the people that use it. Different methods of communicating have been created and evolved such as nonverbal hand signs to a language of dots and dashes. Language can also be a visual expression like symbols and letters, as well as various verbal methods like throat singing and speaking in general. Of course, languages change for many reasons, but it usually takes major events to cause these alterations. In early migratory cultures, their movements into new regions can affect the words and the expressions they would need. They might encounter a new geographic feature or neighboring people who exchange ideas and trade goods. The patterns of migration also influence their languages to mark how a culture as a whole started to change with weather and seasonal differences. Linguistic alterations evolve with generational changes as the young can bring into the culture new ideas or a different way of thinking. We can see this on a smaller scale when we look at the way that the internet has brought entire new languages into our society. New technologies and magics can show evidence of these changes in your new world and lead to some very exciting stories that your players can explore. This kind of exploration of language and expression is at the heart of most cyberpunk stories. 
The genre uses the interface with the technological advances and how language explodes with the computer-based coding and slang terms for individuals who live in the digital realms of the futuristic tech. It may be street slang for the low classes to communicate with each other and avoid the attention of authorities of the upper classes. For my Five Aces game, I like to think of my virtual reality aspect, which I call the digital domain, as the expression of an evolved language given form by a powerful artificial intelligence. With the establishment of your languages, you can use its growth to track the history of your world. History records the events that helped or hindered a civilization to become what it is in the present day. Those events are usually a conflict between cultures, like the battles or wars, or they are great changes in the civilization, like the succession from one ruler to the next. History can become the way a civilization learns from past events, or it is reminded of great leaders who came before. It is for the present-day people to choose. Like mythology, history can be mined for story hooks to help start a quest for some lost knowledge or powerful artifact. These elements have great effect on the world when they are sharply defined by their history. To simply state that you are questing to find the lost artifact known as the Staff of Magus makes the quest too simple for most players. But if you add a history behind the staff and how it came to be, this could bring your game to a new level. It could even include a description and possible abilities that it possesses. History doesn't have to be a dive back too far. Imagine if you're running a modern setting and you might need some background for an NPC. You could delve into their background like a short piece of history, including their influence on the local area's society. It could lead to extraordinary events that are recognized by the local people. History grows from the past and shapes the present and suggests a possible future. For me, I like to create a timeline based off of the events that will be important in the stories that I will be presenting. It starts with an event or an emergence of an important figure. From that point, I would create continuing points in time where that start changed or affected the people around it. As it moves towards the present, I can set up a few NPCs who are going to drive the stories and the setting around the players. Once I reach the present, I have the first session exposition ready, and the players are worked into the timeline enough to ground them in the setting. One nice supplement that I have found recently is the book called Microscope by Ben Robbins. It is presented as a standalone RPG where the players build an epic history that they can play in. This is the first of many books written by Ben Robbins like this, and it is a wonderful tool if you want to include the players in the history building part of your world creation. If you need help with history, this is the book to consider. Finally, your new world needs to address the ideas of magic slash technology. As I stated, I place these two together as they are the method for people to perform feats beyond normal abilities. Now this doesn't speak to the kinds of magic that can exist in the world, but how it works to help people do more. The conversation of kinds of magic is for a later topic. So, just like everything I've covered so far, magic and technology have a beginning or an origin in the world's creation. The origin doesn't always have to spring from the very creation of the world, but it can come with the life that grows in the world. 
perhaps the very people who first find the beginning secrets behind magic and technology are the cause. It is their minds that bring focus to the natural forces of the universe. As the different civilizations grow, their understandings of these forces can be shaped by or shape the evolution of the traditions. The variety of magic and technology can start to give the civilizations an advantage in their area of expertise. Perhaps there are people who use their skills to advance magic or technology in areas like agriculture or plant life. This group would start to hold the edge over other civilizations when it comes to food production. Another group turns this focus to the design of metal machines and designs of automatons to help and protect their homes. Of course, magic and technology grow from the very culture that cultivates it based on the places where the people live and the traditions that mark their daily lives. The environment and the geography form the matrix of the magic and technology because people who use it will build on what they see and know around them. A noted practitioner of weather magic has risen in an environment that experiences all forms of weather. This allows the person to replicate the effects seen and felt before. When I begin to think about this aspect of the world, I examine what effect I want magic and technology to have on the world. Do I want the people dependent on it to solve everyday issues? Is it something that rarely plays a part in the story? Can it become so ingrained in the world that few question its existence and are shocked when it doesn't work as expected? I tend to let the story that I want to share regulate this aspect, but if I want a high-tech world, I will make technology the building block of the setting. One warning I would have for all GMs is to keep the trap of using magic and technology as a deus ex machina. You don't want to overplay a story with the plans of the villain and create a point where only you can rescue the players from complete destruction. Your story will suffer if you are the one solving every problem with magic and technology from your side of the screen. Let the players find the path, and they will enjoy this story more than you can imagine. So, there are some of the elements that I consider when I start working to create a world for running a game and telling a story. It isn't everything needed, but it is the basic pieces for a GM. When you feel you are ready, talk to your players about the world and use their feedback to construct the setting where you would like to play. This has been a production of 7th Level Bardcast, copyright 2020. Listeners are free to use this episode in any non-commercial endeavor, so long as credit is provided to 7th Level Bardcast. You can find links to previous shows, resources, and our social media at 7thlevelbardcast.com. Also, through our Discord link on the website, we invite our audience to join us to offer feedback or suggest a topic, or for a quick conversation. If you wish to support the show, like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcatcher. Music provided by Wayne John Bradley, Rex Lambo, Netson, Mayu, music by Aiden, and ESCP.